Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Not Even Real Housewives Though podcast. It's me, Tijani, hanging out with Rosie. Um, are you drinking tea? I'm not even drinking tea. I'm drinking hot water. That is how healthy I am. That I'm having hot water with lemon. Is there vodka oh. in it? No, there's not because I can't, I can't cope. I need the winter has hit me. Okay, I've given up. <laughs> It is that time of year, though, where you have to think about going to the toilet because them toilet seats are cold. You sit down and you're yeah. like, this isn't, this isn't the one. This is not the one. Every year, oh. it, like, hits me at a point, like, with such ferocity that I'm so upset that it gets cold here and yet I'm never prepared. And, no, like, it's never. not even cold. Like, I've lived 600 miles north of this, haven't I? But it's yeah. just the dark. It's the dark. I like it. I quite like being at home and being cosy when it's dark outside because it brings me that Christmassy cheer feel and I like it. Okay. But, but that moment that you step outside of a room that hasn't been heated and you're like, God damn. I sleep in the house and it's fucking dark. It hasn't got light yet. No, and then coming home like it's and it's dark. It's not early. Nope. I'm underground a lot at work, aren't I? So I'm like, sometimes I just don't see light. Oh, God, you might as well live in Finland. Where is it? Is it Finland? Where is it only 24 yeah, hours? Today? Mm, absolutely not. All right. So Rosie's drinking hot water because she's a wimp and I'm drinking wine. <laughs> you know, spotty mug. Are you gonna have a have you got a spotty mug because it's still in the knee? Or is that close Yeah, to? let's say that. Okay. Let's say that was it. <laughs> oh yeah, there's right. definitely a plan going on. So absolutely. Not with Potomac. Uh, yes, let's go. So, it seems like I a while got, ago, doesn't it? I got whiplash from Potomac this week. Okay, tell me, tell me your, tell me your feels. I have many. I'm not sure any of them make any sense, but let's start at the beginning. So, we're still at the burn session. Yes, and so we we see Giselle and, and Candice go outside. No, before that, oh. Ashley and Candice haven't finished their argument where Ashley's being incredibly vindictive and it's very clear on her face yeah, that she's and doing it. For... Like, but Chris ain't sucking a dick. Yes. That's and this point. dude, this dude's name keeps getting yes, blown. We hear this out. name. Um, and apparently, based on Ashley's reaction, that is not the first time she's heard that. She's heard that name, hasn't she? One hundred percent. 100%. But see now, so my my first lot of feels from this is Ashley's an absolute dickhead. Um, she's doing it because she, she wants to she be... Wants she wants to get back. Yeah, Candice. And you know what? You can't break her magical blackness. So stop trying and keep it moving. Um, but my second lot of feels is the homophobic undertone. Yeah, it's horrible, isn't it? It makes me uncomfortable. Like, let's be clear. Or let's not be clear, actually, because I don't know if what I'm going to say is right. But let's... Let's be foggy. (laughs) Let's be foggy and assume that the bisexuality in their marriage wasn't just on Ashley's side. Because it's not news that he's been into men. She's always said that he's not gay. She's never said that he's not into men, as far as, I, as far as I'm aware. Yeah. So why does it matter if he's sucking dick? He's cheating. The key point is he's yeah. cheating. It's, it's not either, that yeah, he's sucking dick. The headlines dick. are that he's paying for sex and he's stepping out on your marriage. Those, those are the headlines. Well, I don't think that's true, is it? I think there is a homophobic undertone. Absolutely, absolutely. absolutely. And I think it's stronger in Potomac isn't it, than any than any of the other. Atlanta, maybe. Cities. Maybe in Atlanta, there's a kind of. But I think that has a racial thing yeah, to it. The historic weaponization of homophobia in black communities in America, presumably, <laughs> where this has come from. Absolutely. And the, I mean, the continuous like societal narrative that like you pit minorities against each other, don't you? Absolutely, yeah. Because it's not okay for you to stand together and be strong. You have to pick on yeah. the weakest link, and then you're not that... looking up, taking down the rich people. Absolutely. 
absolutely um so that annoyed me yeah I had a lot I had a lot I was in my feels a lot about that um I thoroughly enjoyed Mia's commentary from the side with Karen though I know I shouldn't because I don't like the the conversation but when Mia was just like I'm not drunk enough for this (laughs) Um, now she had some great lines this episode, Mia. I'm not a fan of Mia. And I no, me neither. Has. But there are moments when we need her. She's good TV. She's good TV. It's never too deep. You don't. You can just have a throwaway comment and you don't have to think she's, you know, it's going to be fine. She needs to be a friend of. She doesn't need to be a main cast member. Oh. Yeah, but she's nobody's fucking friend. Fair. Absolutely <laughs> fair. Now, I wanted to ask who. you, the bomber jacket thing that Karen was wearing, who makes that? Because I want one. Is it I don't know, but I thought it was funny, but I don't think it is. I was looking because the um the ribbing, not the same. I don't think. Okay, because I want that jacket. Nice, isn't it? It's lovely. And there was some great bomber jacket this week between that and the gold on Jen Shaw. Oh, Jen Shaw when she was skiing, honey, honey, that jacket was, was in, everything. I was in TK Maxx yesterday because um obviously super cool and there was a girl with braids and a gold bomber jacket and I wanted to be like uh I'm loving this whole gin short and then I thought she she doesn't know who I am she's 19 <laughs> she'll think I'm trying to kidnap her so that got me in my feelings and then Mia in the background was hilarious and then they all went out for the sprint of and Mia bought her wine and then we cut yes. to Candice and Giselle on the terrace yes and and Candace like confronts Giselle and says things that I think are entirely true. Like you waited to do this. I took my head in my hands because first of all, Giselle's wig was doing my was was driving me nuts. Like I just it was hard not to focus on the hairline. It was really hard. Like that woman doesn't have edges, but she has natural hair. Where are her edges? Burnt off. <laughs> <laughs> You see that when Wendy's wearing a wig, Wendy comes correct with the edges. When Candice is wearing a wig, they come correct with the edges. What Giselle needs to stop relying on the fact that she's like skin with green eyes. Because this is exactly what I'm saying about Robin. Like you are toasting. Oh, it will only get you so far. And it's it we're getting to the age where it won't get you any further. However, credit where credit's due, Giselle's outfits were fire this episode. The pink Yeah, I liked seeing her. In the jeans and then the all black ensemble when they went yeah. shopping. Yeah, yeah, the good. all black was good. I can't really remember what she was wearing in Miami because I was so overridden by what the fuck Ashley was wearing. It was a lot. It was a lot. It gave me side boob. It gave me narrow behind. It gave me anything. Like, it was like belts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so they have their conversation. Yeah. Um, Candace says that she is like, that she's the reason that like women don't come forward about like sexual abuse, which which was maybe... Maybe a reach. But then Giselle says she's an advocate, and I'm like, well, that's equally a reach. <laughs> Nobody's doing any good here. <laughs> I, I really struggled with that because I understood the point that Candice yes. was trying to make, but she didn't land the plane. It wasn't quite. No, yeah, she, yeah, it wasn't. It, you, it's hard to come off as the goody, isn't it, when you're saying. Yeah. Uh, you're you're the reason that women aren't believed. That's it's that's yeah. it's not it's not a morally secure place to stand in. No, and then I felt like Giselle tried to backpedal a little bit when she was like, yeah. "All I said was we went to a room. I felt uncomfortable. Yeah. I asked them to leave, and that was it. And it was like, but honey, but you didn't. You not... just because you've said that doesn't mean that that's all you've said. Like you're bringing it to this forum. You're making a big fucking deal." And, and like Candace said, you're insinuating that he lured you into the yeah. thing. Yeah. Like, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. And it's like, but that's what know, you But you did try and say it. Yeah. I stand by the fact that if Giselle felt uncomfortable, Giselle felt uncomfortable, fine. But huh. I don't think she, Chris was the one that made her feel uncomfortable. I think she made herself feel uncomfortable. And I think. I think she was uncomfortable. She hasn't done the work on herself because she's hurt by being cheated on. And she thinks that she's the best thing since last spread. Yeah, yeah. And she thinks, yeah, everyone's trying to fuck her. Because she's light skin and Candace is dark skin. So why wouldn't you want to? I'm still standing by my colorism issue. I'm still standing behind that. I don't know if it runs as deep as I think it does in my head, but I do believe there's some truth 
<laughs> and yeah, I think that's all part of her like narrative of who she is, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Well, we'll see how she yeah, gets I on. Think it, like, it, uh, yeah, it's been, it's sort of, I think it's been quite nice though, seeing that everyone is still very much backing Swift. I, I hope that that stays. Yeah. Yeah. So then they head back to the sprinter van and then Giselle proceeds this, to tell I Robin. Don't, what do you think about this Ashley Wendy alliance? I don't understand or like it. I think Wendy's trying to secure her place in the cast. Yeah. Okay. By hanging on to her OG. Um, and that I also a, think that's a misplaced shot. Well, I also think it's she knows that she can have some kind of influence over Ashley, whereas she can't influence that's the true, Green Eyed Bandit. That's true. Yeah, and obviously the Grand Dame is the Grand Dame, and she will just yeah, she's the Grand Dame do anything ever. No. I like it that she sort of made they, there was like some kind of comment like, oh, like, I love you. And then she like instantly was like, you're a monster. <laughs> I thought, there you go. You said what you actually wanted to say eventually. And she just like, when she just like deep throated a glass of red wine, it was at that point. I was like, oh God. Wasn't fucking looking to, at you. Wasn't she supposed to be sober? Wasn't that the point? Or oh, yeah. Two, I think that whole... was like two weeks ago that she was sober. Oh, okay. My bad. Keep my up. bad. Sorry. My mistake. Um, and Ashley goes to see her attorney who says that she doesn't get she didn't get her degree on Google. Google. <laughs> My God. That's ridiculous. But I like that the attorney was like, don't buy a house together because then that is his house. Like, My dear God, Ashley, like how hard is it for you to join the dots here, love? It doesn't matter whose name it is, it's who can prepay for it. Just, just, she's so dumb. How does she not understand? She ha- she's had the wool pulled over her eyes so fucking far. But look at her mum. But look at her mum as well. Her mum's not set a great example on how to function in society. Her she? Uncle Love think... needs to be having more conversations. Yeah, yeah. We need a, what's that thing that like? Intervention? Where she like. Oh, conservative, conservatorship. Yeah. Yeah. That's bad. <laughs> the boy doesn't have to be as an extreme as Britney's one. I feel like Britney's one was like that one Real end bad. of the scale. Yeah, that doesn't need to be. Um, and then what happens? Then they oh, go to the spa. Yeah, Jacqueline and Mia, Mia and Cherise and Cherise. Mia throws the most amount of shade at at Cherise, and it was everything. She was like. I love the way she's all like, hmm, darling, I'm Cherise with two R's and two S's. Um, I died. And Don't then, give two bucks. <laughs> I love the fact that she doesn't care that her lashes are sliding down her face most of the time. Like, really, bitch? Off her face. Really? Wow. And then cute. There wasn't a full, there was not a single in focus shot of her feet. Yeah. When they were getting a pedicure. And I thought, that's a woman who knows what she's doing. Yeah, but I think, yeah. (laughs) Okay, that was everything. And then and then we queue to Miami trip, right? Yeah. That's every every time I see Mia, my my prime my instinctual reaction is her nails are too long. I don't think I've ever seen her nails or paid enough attention. So long. She wears white nails and they're so long. Oh, I'll have a look. And I can inch over the end of her finger. And I love a long nail, but I'm like, that's too long. Okay. Like, Hmm. I wonder how she gets dressed. It's wiping herself. That's the real issue. Not getting dressed, surely. Everything. Just all of it. I just think how... No, because everything is like cinched, isn't it? Yeah, true. Maybe everything is so synthetic with this. Maybe her body actually looks like that. Because she was in, like, a onesie, wasn't she? Yeah, this is true. And she did look like that. Didn't She didn't look like she had any skims on underneath. No, no. Yeah, so... Is Miami enough of a destination? It is for me. I'd love to go to Miami. But I'm staying on the beach. I don't understand why you're going to Miami and you're not near the beach. Yes. That doesn't make any sense. And a house that doesn't have enough bedrooms. Why? 
do you think that's deliberate though do you think it's because that will make drama i just feel like there is an entire franchise based in this town you're telling me you can ring someone like marisol real quick and ask her if she knows a house that can cater to all of them now that would have been... with 10 bedrooms because this place is entirely run on fucking tourism it would have been that would have been an incredible crossover because you imagine a dinner with the Potomac ladies and the Miami Jeff. ladies. <gasps> Neither of them can sit for a meal without it erupting. No, that job. would have been great. I don't think we would have even got to the table. No, absolutely not. We so I think it's a, I think it's a deliberate plot at this point that that there's not enough bedrooms. Yeah, fair. And they're giving me Peter Thomas, but not Marisol and Alexia. Really? Yeah, that's rude. So Wendy pissed me off so much oh. in Miami mm. I like I like because Mia said she was like Wendy needs help and I thought she sees right the fuck through you she did that at that first meeting didn't she when she was like what work have you had done she was like fucking loads I'll tell you all about it yeah yeah absolutely in fact I'm on absolutely. commission yeah. and she does see through Wendy like it's just like when she was she doing does. that thing and she was like it's the professor in me I was like you patronising bitch she really is fun why is she so angry? What is it? Like, what? It's like, why is it she that she's so... always been an overachiever and she's overachieved and nothing, nothing is, nothing is filling whatever that thing is that she's chasing? Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Or maybe she realizes that she didn't have to get four degrees and work so hard to achieve the same level of success as someone like Ashley who lays on her back and sucks dick. Yeah, I mean, that is, that is infuriating. Wouldn't that be a massive slap in the face? Yeah. If you spent like 25 years and $400 million, however much <laughs> a, a degree costs in America, I don't know, but I'm assuming it's well A lot. Like, and Ashley yeah. didn't do anything apart from lay on her back and maybe copper squat every now and again. I think that when they were talking about Michael sucking dick, I did think it's quite a good deal for a sex worker, isn't it? Like, not like... Usually, I would have thought the service was the other way round. But as the prostitute, you're the one sucking. It could be a quid quo. It's not quid quo quo pro quo. Yeah, what is it? Quid pro quo. Yeah, that. But it's not because there's money involved. So, um, but, yeah, I just the, I think if you can if you can get someone to pay you to let. Then you. suck your dick. That's that's quite a good business model. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever that guy is, he's winning. <laughs> he is winning. And if you ever listen to our podcast, please get in touch because we want to send you a handshake because you're a fucking <laughs> gangster. And by handshake, we mean a handshake, literally. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. God, it might even be an emoji. Like, you can shake my hand for one hundred and fifty dollars. Give me a fist bump for twenty. Um, <laughs> so yes, yeah, when... we arrive in Miami. We arrive at the house again. The editing is like so not funny. Not so bitch. It's too good. And, but they, and they have all the. I feel like all the chat is in the car though. And on the way there, like Giselle talks about how she can't twerk. Oh, and she's oh, so they're in boy. the shop and they talk about how they can't. She can't work. And then Ashley's talking about how she went to see the lawyer and, and like Robin and Gisela are like, right, so now you're listening to us, right? Like the whole world is telling you to get divorced. Are you understanding us? <laughs> I forgot about that. And they were trying on the outfits in the shop. And again, Ashley displayed absolutely no emotion when they talked about the dick sucking rumours. So she knows yeah, all of this. Yeah, and Robin's known for years. Yeah, I love the way Robin's this season just dropping receipt bombs. Like, just been, yeah, no, yep. but that was already... I've been about no. that for years. That's true. Yeah. I heard that. <laughs> oh, but didn't you know that this was been... Yeah, no, that's always been a thing. Like, I love it. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. She says that Michael's in the Bahamas. Ooh. Oh. Exactly. Ooh. Oh. Also, yeah. I just think... They, it, you, you know, you can't trust Ash, Ashley's judgment because she walked into that shop and she said to Robin, "I like your hair." And I thought, yeah. oh "My God, what? No, how would anyone like that?" It's awful. It's awful. It's like the red. I'm and... not even mad. I'm just disappointed. 
<laughs> Oh, wow. Um, okay. Oh, wow. Um, I'm so sorry. 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 Oh, wow. Um,
It's really not that difficult. Like, yeah, that that annoyed me a lot. That, um, yeah, and then me and I, I sympathise with her in the like wanting your own bathroom, wanting your own bed. Like that's fine. I think Bravo can afford that, but she is a friend of, so maybe fuck off. <laughs> I did. A, I did a full one eighty there. Sorry. I'm saying this episode gave me whiplash. I was mm. spinning around so fast, I wasn't aware of my feelings at all. Like, I did fully well, I was aware of my feelings, but I wasn't sure what they were. What like they were attached feeling, to. I was just feeling everything. It was all too much. Oh, yeah, mate. and then we got the teaser of Mia ringing Peter Thomas. No, she rang Peter Thomas, and then we saw the teaser of her seeing him in the restaurant. And then She's talking to Wendy, him. Wendy, Peter, Beef. Yeah, and then Cherise chimes in with a champagne lounge. What? Fuck off. Like, what? So, where did that come from? No. Where does anything come from? I do like, I've noticed this in Potomac. Have you noticed how, how much they fill a champagne flute? They're all the way to the top. Here for it. All right it. to the brim. Here for it. Here for it. This I thought that money. was getting their pedicures. I was like, wow, that is, that's, that's four glasses to a bottle there. That is good. Yeah. Yeah, um, about. yeah no. so Wendy said in the car that the restaurant's on pause or whatever she said. Yeah. So what, what, what do we think this beef is? She She's not talking yet. No. And that's not way, it's not a way to do business. Like if you're, if they're he's not really serious. in business, are they? No. But if not. you're having if you're having a conversation, I guess in his eyes, something. He just wants happening. to be on screen. He does. He wants to be in his business. I mean, just the yeah. way he's like, tell Wendy, I've got beef. First of all, sir, but you don't have her number. Well, first of all, you don't talk about a female that way. That's not how this works. Yeah, it's not not a good look. Um. But yeah, and then I don't know what happens, and then Mia throws a drink at Wendy. Yeah. I mean, I understand that. I do understand that as a concept because I do find Wendy very annoying. Imagine if Wendy threw a drink at Mia. No, because she's so classy and Zen Wen and so intelligent. But she's also a dark skinned black woman. Could you imagine how that would go down? Like Like a bag of sick. Yeah, that'd be a Monican situation. Yeah, a Manican. That's what we call that. She did a Manican. She did a Manican situation. Um, but yeah, so did you have any thoughts on else on Potomac? No, I don't think so. I think that's I think that's all my thoughts. Cool. All right, I was thinking we'll back on Giselle this week. And her like when she was talking about all these men she has in rotation. And I was thinking, I wonder if What's his name? What's the husband called? Jamal. Jamal. Do you think he's still in the rotation? Because they oh, do absolutely. so much back and forth. He's tapping that still. And her kids are like pissed off about it. Yeah. Definitely. She thinks those kids are dumb. Oh, they know what's happening. Oh. They know more than she does. Do you think she hits on their friends? No, I think she... It's creepy. Yeah, she flirts so overtly and so swanning around in a kimono. Yeah, and like touches arms constantly. Not like me. I'm quite a touchy feet. I'm quite a tactile person. Yeah, like, but not in a sexual way. It's more like yeah. I reckon give it like shoulder or something. (laughs) You know what I mean? Whereas I reckon she's. I reckon let's give it like ten to fifteen years and see how if. If you're that level of tactile with your kids' friends at that point. No. Because I reckon, yeah, you're going to be like, well, this is weird. You're a teenage boy at this stage. Yeah. Come at me when you're 35. <laughs> then we'll talk. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Like, I reckon she, like, touches that, starts at the shoulder. Yeah, and, like, yeah. down to the hands. Yeah. And it's just like, oh! <laughs> <That's> so funny. <laughs> <laughs> That's 100% what she does. I'll start with Salt Lake. Salt Lake. I was a bit bored in Salt Lake this week. The highlight of Salt Lake for me was watching that man marinate that brisket. Yeah, he won. (laughs) (laughs) 
No, coach, coach wins. I, I mean, coach, oh. The whole thing. Oh, when I say, let's just talk about Salt Lake in which order we feel like it. <laughs> because I just don't want to start at the beginning because it wasn't, I'm not here for it, okay? No. So let's just talk about it in random orders. Listeners, keep up, okay? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So when... The men go Seth, to Coach's house. Yeah, so when Seth arrives and he's like, yo, 12 out of 10 for that tagline, bro. <laughs> from your mouth, from the south to your mouth, bro. Like, trying to be all cool, like, because he's with the black <laughs> men. Like, did you get those vibes? Like, it made me really uncomfortable. <laughs> like, really uncomfortable. And I'm like, honey, you're a 60-year-old white man who's probably never seen in a black Utah, person in, in, your, in your entire life until your wife went on the show. Take it back a notch. Well, I think the redeeming feature for Seth is that I think he's probably that awkward with every demographic, just in his own personal way. Yeah, that's fair. Um, but they're I, so weird as a couple. They're so weird. I had such a heart-fluttering moment when... <sighs> John Barlow saw Seth when he came round the corner. His face, he lit up, he smiled. And then when Seth hugged him, John Barlow was like, oh my God, he's back, he's hugging me. That was just... It's so awkward for them. I love that because they like so acknowledge it, don't they? Like, I, we don't know how to have this conversation because... <laughs> Because no, why would anybody ever have this conversation? I know, and even how do you feel if your wife caught if my wife called you a garbage? Like, 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 no, we shouldn't. This is not how we do friendship. Oh, right, like, like even... so big, a massive, right? Like massive. he's having to start to duck. Like he's getting <laughs> taller. What's happening with John Barlow? Maybe he's an alien. Something or is everyone else shrinking? I feel like it's an Alice in Wonderland situation because I thought Meredith looked fucking tiny. How big is her front door? I don't know, but her and her sister have opposite head, opposite sides head leans. They do have opposite head things, but they have exactly the same voice. What is her yeah. sister called? Faye Resnick. That's <laughs> <laughs> like a white bane salad. I saw as soon as she came on screen, I was like, "What is that favorite thing doing in Meredith Marks's house?" <laughs> and I was like, "Wait, what is okay. she called though? Is she called Mira?" I don't know. I just I stopped paying attention after I thought she was favorite Yeah, I don't. I understand what you're saying. I was a bit sick in my mouth when Meredith said, "Take this to Unky." Oh, uh, why did it take three of them to cut a lemon? <laughs> I mean they're so dysfunctional also this idea that like it was a whole ceremony they obviously do not eat they do not have food that house never has food in so it was like a thing like look and how engineered like we're going to make a salad we're going to make a white bean salad as a snack and then we're going to eat it like this <laughs> That needed some crusty bread with some olive oil and just some stuff like that's just not a snack, love. And no. and and also, yeah, no. If you're going to tell me what things are, make it more interesting. Absolutely. But anyway, back to Coach Shah's house. Um, yes. And they, so they have their barbecue. Yeah. And they have a conversation. Yeah, um, John and Seth have their conversation outside. Their conversation outside. Off. But your wife. And they come back in. Oh yeah, yeah go ahead. But your wife accused my wife of having an affair and sucking dick for favors and all this other stuff. But your wife called my wife a garbage chop. Oh my lord! And just in case you weren't paying attention, you didn't know what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I did think John is trying though. I thought he's trying, whereas Seth is just coming off as like condescending, like his wife. Yeah. Didn't see that coming. No, this is a real shock. Those um, shots of them in the car, I was like, who filmed this? Because it's not, it doesn't look like a steady camera, like a, a like a stationary camera. It looked like someone was holding Somebody it. in the back seat. Yeah, that's weird. Mm. That is weird. It's probably John Barlow. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he would fit in a back 
because they've got one of those small Range Rovers, haven't they? <laughs> you know, I can't. You know, cars. Who? How would I know? Well, I don't know. It's the it's the it's the Range Rover brand that I'm like. If you can't afford a Range Rover, don't drive one. Yeah, sure. Do you know, like it's yeah, yeah. No, I think that entirely tracks. Yeah, it's the everyday version of like this small compact Range Rover that's only about twenty five grand, and it's like. Oh. You don't drive a Range Rover, honey. Like the yeah. Range Rover starts at one sixty. Like you, that's the proper Range Rover. Like, what a Range Rover starts at? Well, no, for about ninety five. Jesus, you could buy a tractor for that. Well, my thing is, if I'm ever going to own that brand, I'm buying a proper Land Rover that I can drive through water. That has, you know, the funnel thing on the side that I can take <laughs> to the farm. Like I'm doing all of that, but it costs the same amount of money. <laughs> I don't know where I'd use it. That's Listen, you laugh now. Why are you going to a farm? You laugh now, but when we inevitably flood or have a zombie apocalypse, because <laughs> it's coming. It's your climate change, girl. Good point. And you're looking for me to come pick you up from your flooded area. And I'm like, you laughed at me, bitch. You can stay no, there. That's true, because we live in Essex and it's flat as a fucking pancake here. If it floods, we're all done for. There we go. And I live at the bottom of a hill. You'll be fine. You'll be sitting pretty with your with my in, in the book. <laughs> You'll be good. See. Cool. Good. Good. Get one with a tow rope, and we can all survive. <laughs> um. Yeah. So then, Coach Shaw has his moment where they hold hands, and they <laughs> they do. They offer him so little. Those other men, and he takes. He recognizes it and he's god he's so dignified when he said this small moment will sustain me now yeah i just oh. oh he said and he was like i cry and i can't fix it and i accept it i was like oh my god At this point, so has, amazing has she told him that she's guilty at this point like I where don't are know. we i don't know if- Every week, the more I watch them too, and the more I watch him, I'm like, how can she do this to this man? Yeah. I think she mustn't know. I think she's like, I don't know. How, she must believe what she says. Jen Charter knows or doesn't know. What were you saying? Sorry. Oh, I, I almost believe she believes herself. She believes her own height. I just think when she's in her house, she believes the narrative that she's in, that she's innocent, and then she goes to her lawyer and she believes that narrative. And I just think she's like... I just think her realities are so separated. Well, then that would leave an element of reasonable doubt then, wouldn't it, in her case? Because... No, I just think it means she's a sociopath. Well, okay, but then that still opens up for reasonable doubt if she's not mentally stable. (laughs) Um, I don't know. I think you can get dried as a sociopath. I think that's fine. Oh, okay. You're just supposed to learn. She has a. Um, we have a hearing date now. Fifteenth, right? Fifteenth of December. Oh. Can we watch it? Is it going to be on TV? No, probably not. Oh, yeah. It's on TV in America, isn't it? Yeah, but like, what news? What we don't what have that here? If you're listening in America, we. If someone's in court, we get like pencil drawings of them <laughs> on the news. We do. That's what happens, isn't it? True. Sounds like we're taking a piss, but that is what happens. You get someone sits in court and does a drawing. Yeah, we don't get any kind of news coverage of it or anything, do we? Really? Come now on big ones. They've, yeah. I think they've started letting cameras in. Oh, okay. All those drawers are going to be out of jobs. It's going to be terrible. Like the colouring pencil industry is going to fall through the floor. <laughs> oh, you sound like an absolute dick. That's mean. <laughs> but it's a very valid point. It's like I don't like going to the self-service checkouts in supermarkets because I don't want to put the checkout go out of business. I know, but they're so annoying. Well, that's the thing. The self-service checkout doesn't talk to me doesn't talk to me, doesn't put things in the wrong fucking place. 
I don't think they have them in America anyway. I don't think they know what we're talking about. Is they not? Oh, we have magic machines. You can just you can go you can do the till your own here. Yeah, you don't, don't need have another to person. In a supermarket, you do not have to speak to any member of staff. You can scan your shopping yourself with a little doo-doo gun, or <laughs> you can do the self-service checkout where you go to yeah. a screen and you scan it and pack it all yourself and you don't have to speak to anybody. It's amazing. They've worked um, out that it's cheaper to let you steal some stuff than it is to pay people to be on the deal absolutely i guarantee you i steal one item every time i go <laughs> not on purpose it's not as though they were like aren't people worried about theft and now they're just like nah. most yeah. people are kind of honest yeah it's true um so what else happens so the over fucking arching narrative of the choir i'm not prepared for the choir to be the thing of this season i but everybody the, got into that terrible choir and it's the foundation of some of the best conversations of the season so far well, like whilst so, people are humming in the background hum, him humming yeah <laughs> him humming it sounds like he's doing he's doing something with a bullseye um yeah i mean <laughs> like so you have the last episode with the start of the choir, when you had Jen Shah and Cher kick off with, so yep. we now know it's Dana the banana. Dana the banana. So kicking off with them. This one, it was Lisa asking Heather, Heather do you like me? The face Heather gave her, I tweeted this earlier, the face Heather gave her was the face that I give my kids when they're doing some dumb shit and I need to find Jesus before I go to jail. You know that kind of <laughs> I don't know how to answer this, but I have to be. I have to keep it. I have to be measured because <laughs> I'm on the TV, and if I don't, I'm gonna get cancelled. Whereas I'm like, yeah. if I go nuts right now, I'm going to jail. Someone's taking <laughs> my kids, and I'm going to jail. So I need to find Jesus for a second. Like I need to center myself for a minute. <sighs> I think it's really interesting seeing both like really valid sides of like Heather is like Heather's I, I find it interesting she's presenting so differently to when we started Salt Lake because that like, isn't that long ago when she was this like her divorcee. She is an absolute raving lunatic bitch. I'm not <laughs> I'm not saying I'm not here for it because I am. <laughs> but now she's like this society lady again. Her face, like, she thinks she's better than everyone else. Yeah, and I don't understand where that's coming from. Because she has actual cash. Well, no, her ex-husband does. No, I think that business makes money. <clears throat> All right, I'll give you that. And I think she has cash flow. I think the rest of them don't have any, like, cash flow. Yeah, it's all in assets and stuff. Like, they don't have any yeah. assets or credit and stuff. Yeah, fair. Well, I think it's that. And the fact that Lisa cannot, like, she cannot get the fuck out of her way. Mm. About, like, these tweets about Heather's dad. It's like, how can you not see how you are in the wrong? Like, while you are very, very technically right, you are being a douche. Mm. I'm so bored of seeing her kids. I think her kids are bored of seeing her. See the other one. Yeah, they are. Being told that they have to do fucking Bible study together. They're like, since when? I'm 17. You cannot turn around and start this shit now. No. I just... It's so performative, that religion, religious shit. Um, yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna elaborate more on this because, um, I'll offend a whole nation of people. So let's keep moving. Um, <laughs> a lot to say about religion, um, specifically hypocritical ones, which Mormonism seems to be. So, but I just think Lisa's just trying to do it. Like she's just tr- trying to do social climbing in Salt Lake. I think it just put her somewhere else, and it would be something else she would be interested in. But it's the same thing as her sucking dick for stockists, though. Yeah. yeah, it's exactly the same thing. Not that I think she did that. I actually don't think she did. No. I don't think she's having an affair on John Barlow. No, but I think John Barlow might leave her. (laughs) (laughs) Not 
pretty much. <laughs> I mean, I, I feel like that came from nowhere. What is the basis of that? I just think he's sick of her. I mean, he's like, you're supposed to be the like quiet, straight laced businesswoman and like he he looks like he lives in such a regimented like sterile house where he does his push-ups and they and he likes everything is he's like stop rocking the fucking boat yeah stop bringing me into this i liked seth now i've got to have a fucking weird conversation i've got to be on tv looking like a prick yeah our kids are in this shit and this one doesn't want to go to university because he thinks he's the fucking ceo of some hair wax stop it well, we we have the episode title, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> the fucking CEO of some hair wax. There it is. There it is. Um, yeah, I feel I feel bad for John Bar. I think he might be the victim here. <laughs> the massive victim. He's so big. Yeah, he, I like just... the way he dresses though. John Barlo has style. I'm here for his I outfit. He has style, but I think he knows some rules. Mm. I like the orange jumper. That was nice that you wore. It was nice. Dress. It was a nice color, and it fit his body shape well. Yeah, and I believe that he he looks like the kind of person who will buy like like long lasting pieces. Like I think he'll have a capsule wardrobe, and he'll yeah. buy nice things. Yeah. And um, what else was of significance? I thought it was um. Justin, I thought Justin was like when he like hopped right on Coach Shaw's like pain to be like, I also had a bad week. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's a little bit insensitive. It's Whitney Nelson. What do you expect? He, he's such an odd looking man. He looks like the pig out of the Looney Tunes. Don't be mean. Is it Elmer Fudd? <laughs> yeah, maybe. That is that. Do you know, I just think he's, there's there's something about the proportion of his face is just not quite as I expect it to be, and it shocks me every time. I don't think a baseball cap helps it. You should have seen him in the Gucci cap, the Gucci get up there. Oh, what's that? Oh, no, it's Elmer Fudd, right? Like, I think I thought it was Fudd, but I don't know. F-U-double-D. Oh, that's not the pig. So who's the pig then? Why am I thinking about? Why am I thinking Elmer Fudd is the pig? Who's who is Elmer Fudd? The guy who tries to shoot Bugs Bunny. Or the rooster? No, the, the hunter. Yeah. Who's? I know who you're talking. I know who you mean though. Yeah, him. Who? What's his name? I think he's the pig. He's the pig, right? Okay, but yeah, Porky that's Pig. Exactly. He's called Porky Pig. How could I forget Porky Pig? Looney Tunes were like a big part of my life. Else. Yeah, so um uh we get in the we, there's Jen and Cher in the car, and Cher says that Dana has said that Jen is bullying. And instead Thank of going, you. Oh, that's so hurtful, she goes, This bitch don't know me. And then they have a moment of pause because they go past a church. What was that? What was that? Why no idea. Like, Jen is Muslim. <laughs> like, this means fucking nothing to you. Also, everywhere you are in that city is in shadow of that fucking oh. massive church. Oh, my back hurts from the from the from the laughter. Oh my days. Yeah, I didn't understand that point. And then no, I didn't understand that. And we go again to is it that do we go to choir again? No, we just do choir once. Yeah, so they're in the rooftop pool though, and the phone Meredith oh, to invite Meredith oh, to the. We can't go to this pool again. <laughs> Why well, don't I understand? It was the door she walked with. First of all, Jen Shaw, gangster, walking down the street in her swimming costume. <laughs> First of all, let give credit where credit's due. Um, Just do a disclaimer: like a swimming costume is what we call a bathing suit. <laughs> yeah, there we go for a swimmer. No, that's a shame, isn't it? A swimmer. Yeah, oh, they got they just make up words for everything, don't they? It's like togs and shit. Uh, yeah. Um and they invite everyone to San Diego. Yeah, so right, do give me some geography. San Diego is in California? Yeah. 
So it's between LA and so it's between LA and Vegas. So if you're doing a straight okay. line, it's between okay. LA and Vegas ish. Okay. Your, yeah. It's not like your top holiday destinations though, is it? No, but it's got like the zoo and some really nice beaches. Oh, cool. good. <laughs> Thank God it's got a um, zoo. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 pretty much Palm Springs, but it's not a desert. Okay. So you know, like, why are they always going to Palm Springs? I don't know. It's the same principle, but it's like sand. Yeah. Did you ever watch Grace and Frankie on Netflix? Yes. That's in San Diego. Oh, okay. Well, that looks nice and posh. So maybe that's fine. It just doesn't sound very posh. <laughs> it just sounds a little three star. They were in Arizona, the redheaded stepchild of Utah. One star. San Diego like a step forward, right? Yeah, that's true. Maybe we're working our way up. Yeah. I do yeah. wonder if Jen is like literally only allowed to be in certain states. Oh, maybe. Like they always have that, like that saying of like a tri-state area, and I never know what that means. But is there like different? Like, can she not go south or can she not go east? Or I don't know. How far away can she be before her ankle yeah. monitor starts to beep? No, yeah, I think exactly. she's wearing one, but like, I, yeah. Yeah, I don't know, actually. So they invite, mm. but they invite everyone to San Diego. Except for Dana Banana. You don't invite Dana Banana, who just happens to be at Meredith's house. Yes. Giving Why her marital advice. Well, we just really like invest in each other and it's really hard and we did well you like 12 like don't give this woman who's been married for 30 years marriage advice <laughs> just don't oh my goodness she didn't ask don't tell her oh it's really hard you got a little kids she's like oh really because mine came fully formed I decided I don't like Dana. It's based on absolutely nothing. I know. I don't like her. I just think the, her a bullying statement was a bit left field. Jen Shaw doesn't bully people. Jen Shaw's just loud and obnoxious. Let's be clear. I don't think she bullies anybody more than she bullies anybody else. Yeah, but I just think that's because she's loud and obnoxious. I don't think she actually... Her personality. Bullies. Yeah. Essentially, she isn't her entire business and then crime based on sort of bullying people. Okay, fair. <laughs> um, I liked her though when she was like, bye, we'll speak to you later, bye. And then she was like, we're going to have a good time, we're going to keep it right up top on the surface. That's what you've we're been saying. Therapy, this... We're not talking about our trauma. That's what you've been saying this whole time. They need to just have a chip where there's like no other... Stop trying to heal. You are not professionals. You are professional women going out, at, like going and drinking wine. Do that. Yeah, Absolutely. I don't need to see anything else from you. <laughs> um, yeah. That's bizarre. Or anything I else thought, to add? I, I don't, don't understand Whitney. I don't, I felt like when Whitney, A, I don't understand how Whitney got into the choir. I mean, if we're even going to pretend this is a choir. Well, let's talk about how the fact that Heather seems to forget everything. Yeah, she has real, it's pointed out, it's highlighted that she has forgetfulness. It's a bit much at this point. She doesn't. She hasn't really forgotten. That's just something that she's learned to say, isn't it? Oh, I'd forgotten. As in, like, I don't want to talk about it. Well, that's just another thing for me to not like about her the game. Yeah, it, it is unpleasant. Not a fan. She's not making this easy for me, Rosie. She is not making this easy for me. She's falling off the pedestal. Absolutely, far and fast. Yeah, I just think from from Whitney's point of view, she's like, I'm turning up. I'm showing up. I'm like, well, a. Do you have anything else to be doing? <laughs> How hard is this for you? But B, like, yes, I think the idea that you have to support everything that somebody does and, like, actively is is too much of us. So, so, like, don't. The fact is Whitney knows that Heather is, like, the queen of this franchise and, like, the the top of the society here so if you want to be in with that shit you're going to have to be in with her you're going to have mm. to make the effort to come to her shit and she doesn't have to be nice to you that's fair that is fair 
And mm. I think Whitney just needs to figure out what she's doing, what her alliance is, like what what narrative she's trying to pedal. Yeah, because I still don't really understand why she's upset. Even when she tried no. to explain it to them at the top of the mountain, I said, oh my God, Jen Sharp went down the mountain. Her <laughs> 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 little spindly legs tipping over that snowdrift. <laughs> oh my days, that was everything. <laughs> and it was such a setup because she was like, my skiing's really improving, she was doing great. And I was like, oh, she can. And then it was just like, yeah. <laughs> That's gonna sound like I edited that really badly. Like, because we've got, I went from talking about them at some of the mountains to then just announcing Jen Char. But that's just how my brain works. Like, I was literally <laughs> doing that in real time. That wasn't an edit. That was just how it is. We don't need the end of each other's sentences anymore. We're past that part. <laughs> just oh. from one thought to the next. Soon we'll just shout words at each other. Just individual words. We'll just go snow, Jen. Hopefully our listeners will keep up. Or else we might not have a successful podcast. I did think, why are we having to see Lisa not be able to snow again? Like, she's just, again, she has to do whatever, wherever the narrative goes, isn't it? Because nobody cares about her. No. No. It's true. It is true. Um, yeah, Meredith is coming across as quite calculated in the way that she's saying things and doing stuff. And I'm not sure... Even in the way of her, like, I'm having an event for, like, mental health. Yeah. Like, it's hard to make that make you sound like a dickhead, and yet... It does a little bit, doesn't it? Yeah, which is, like, on paper. You're like, okay, you're, you're doing, a, like, a charity, whatever she's doing, to, like, raise awareness and raise money for mental health issues. There shouldn't be a way of that. You, that should be a win all over. You should be a good person. And yet I'm like, oh, God, this twat. Absolutely. Oh, we forgot to mention earlier that Candice used evil cunt to describe Ashley in Potomac. And did she know that was before? Was that before it happened in Beverly Hills or after it happened in Beverly Hills? Or was it concurrent? Because in her confessional when she's given us black Jesus, she said, (laughs) (laughs) she said, Ashley is an evil punt. Obviously, they bleeped it out, but it was very clear what they said. Um. So it, and then it goes to show that being called both is much worse than being called one or the other. Yeah, definitely both is is worse. It made me laugh. <laughs> I'm just too desensitized. I didn't even clock it. Yeah. I, do you think Candace watches Beverly Hills? Well, I don't think it was aired then. No, but, I think, but just in general, do you think she does? I don't think yeah, she does. Yeah, I reckon Candace watches all of the shows. Do you? Okay. Yeah. I'm buying into her. Doesn't give a shit attitude, but I think you're right. I think that is, that is a persona. Yeah, definitely. And I think she does it to get notes. I think she does it to kind of build on her confessionals and like I think she's very calculated in the way that she approaches stuff yeah but I think she's trying time. to give the impression it's not calculated and she's trying to give the impression it's natural yeah. and she's a yeah. better actress than most of them oh absolutely absolutely um anyway anything else on Potomac um back to the Lisa Heather mm-hmm. argument I did like how Heather was like, I thought you were supposed to be an empath. <laughs> that was... <laughs> Which I do think we should call Lisa out because if you've ever, I've not, I'm not sure if I've ever seen someone who looks em- less empathetic to other people. Lisa Barlow. Yeah. She looks like a robot who's like learning human behavior. And she talks like a robot. She moves like a robot. <laughs> Potentially. She's a robot. <laughs> oh, she's a robot. She's a robot. I'm like, like I want to. And you want to be like, and then it's like juxtaposed with Coach. You're like this is this is empathy. Yeah. Like this, this is all of these traits that you're all screaming at each other that you have. Yeah. And then like the the like sort of irony of him 
being like, all I say to my wife is, I don't know what's going to happen. I just know how I'm going to react. And I'm like, but also, you know how she's going to react. Oh my God. Can like you she's imagine? trying to lead by example. And it's like, she's not listening. I can't wait for someone to come at her in prison. She's going to get done for shanking. You had a row in the street this I week. I saw that. That was brilliant. I was here for all of it. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not bothered about Jane Shaw's reputation right now. I'm more interested in my my personal enjoyment of her situation. A downfall. Absolutely. I still want her to shoot the reunion from jail, though. (laughs) The Christmas special from jail. I mean, because she has to, she's not going to be in the reunion. If she goes to prison on the 15th of December, she's not going to be in the reunion. No, yeah, no, that's that's how that will work. But that's not okay for me. I need her to be able to <laughs> say stuff and you do better things. better hope you get called up for that jewellery then. Oh, no, I'm still sending her ass to jail. <laughs> just, I just want, in February. I, I just want her to be able to do, because like, they get sentencing and then they have, six months to report it's not the same as here where you get taken away same day oh so it depends on the charges or it depends on what you do i can't i don't fully understand the justice system i'm not doing kardashian not in prison now it's not in what is what are they what are they they have jail and then prison yeah yeah i don't know i don't really know but i know she's not in jail now because she's not like a risk to anybody no so it's the same like when she just get back into that yeah so when like Teresa and joe had the thing they had like 60 days from the day of sentencing to report to their local prison or something. So they could go immediately or they could wait the 60 days. So I like whatever. Get your shit in order. Yeah. Oh my God, really? So I'm assuming it'd be the same for her. So she might get Christmas with her family and then she's going to go to prison in Utah. No, it's in New York, isn't it? You've been tried in New York. Yeah, because that's where her head offices are. Yeah. But I don't think it matters where you live or where you're based, where you go to jail. I think you just go where is convenient. And I think they take into account your family. But because their kids aren't that young, I don't know if they care that much. Whereas when Teresa and Joe... Surely she has to be in prison in New York. They've got different laws. If it's a federal case, though, it's the whole of America, Across all of it, yeah. It's not just... I don't know. I don't really understand. Living Anyone in a gang of her own in Utah, no? <laughs> yeah, she's going to run that prison wherever she is. Oh, no, I don't know. I think she's a bad bitch. I think she thinks she's a bad bitch here, but I think in, pr- in prison in New York, she might be quite a small fish. Yeah, that's very true. That's Let's very see. True. Who knows? She's probably going to turn up with, like, the whole... She'll turn up with the whole business when she should come out in 50 mm. years. Mm-hmm toilet tequila or something and I reckon she'll do six months and she'll be out in six months oh maybe I don't think she'll do the full time I think if she agrees to pay the money back she will if she stays on the show no it's a lot of money I know but I still think she'll I, I don't think she'll do that long I don't yeah Oh, I don't know. It's so weird, isn't it? Because it's this thing where it like crosses into real life. Yeah, this is an actual it's thing. Happening so strange. Yeah, because you don't. I never believe that any of the housewives are actually real people. No, it's like watching a soap opera. <laughs> and I, but I only sort of didn't really think about this with Teresa. No. But I never thought Teresa was guilty. No, no, but but I but she still went to real prison. She did, she did, and she came out all calm and zen. I like that, Teresa. And then something happened, yes. And then reality kicked back in. Mm. It's bad, isn't it? It shows you something about your family when it's better for you to be in prison, you're more calm in prison. Maybe, maybe cut those people out of your life, yeah. What has happened now, hasn't it? They've yeah. all started, un- they've all unfollowed Joe Gorga, have they? Yeah, all the girls have unfollowed him. Wow. Just breaking apart. Absolutely. Was it even together in the first place? I think it was a, there was a there was a performance. Yeah, I think it was when they were little. I think they cared about each other. Yeah, but I think 
I think the story that Teresa gives about how Melissa got on the show is yeah. more realistic than the story that Melissa tries to peddle. Yes, yes, I believe that. Like Melissa thought she was younger, better looking. She was like, well, why I aren't? Why aren't I on the show? I need to get on the show. And Carlos King or whatever has confirmed yeah. that Melissa Gorga used to message him. So who knows? All right, so let's just wrap up then because we're ranting. Yeah, we are. I think I think I feel like I'm going to need more from Salt Lake. Yeah, it's not. I think the novelty season, is it? starting to like wear off, and there's too many like side players, and there's not enough actual. I don't know something. Yeah, I hear. Need the kick, or I need to see them have some actual fun. Yeah, I'm done with the drama. I don't, and I don't think skiing looks fun. There's maybe people watching it going like, oh, skiing, cool. Yeah, whereas I'm just going, oh, Jesus, that looks horrible. Yeah, fair. fair. Let's see how San Diego goes. Ooh, it doesn't look like it goes well. It doesn't look like it goes well. <laughs> Let's be honest. No. See, this is the other thing as well. It's like the Atlanta ladies are in Miami and the Potomac ladies are at most an hour 45 minutes from the OC ladies. Why aren't we having crossovers? Yeah, why is that not happening? Someone sort it out. It's annoying. Anyway, on that note, guys, don't forget to rate, comment, and subscribe. Goodbye. Bye.